from my dining table or my living room couch, and sometimes even my bedroom, this is soon-to-be Esquire, the podcast. I'm your host, Madison Tory. Hello, everyone. This is Madison Tory, your host for soon-to-be Esquire, the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast and wanting to just know a bit more about what law school is like for a Black woman but also kind of my experience through it and some of the challenges that that I've faced so far. And so this episode today is going to be about law school online. Um, So I really wanted this episode to go out really a bit earlier in the semester, you know, with school starting back up. However, I wanted this episode to really be as effective as possible and to be as honest as possible with some of the challenges that I face with law school online and then also all of the things that I've learned. And so hopefully you guys just stick around and listen to a bit more of the podcast and just enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and we are about to get started. Okay, everyone. So first I want to talk about my basically how law school is going for me so I want to just give you guys an update on my semester so far so it officially has been six weeks since we started the semester off which is kind of crazy um the time went by pretty fast the first two weeks for me were went extremely slow um it felt like really my semester from last year (laughs) Um, And the spring didn't end. It was kind of just a continuation from that with, you know, everything being on law school and not really kind of having that presence of being in person with my professors and my friends, with other students, you know, having the career center around, things like that. So that's really where I'm at right now. I'm I'm used to it now. Um, Week six going strong. Um, But yeah, I just want to kind of give you an update on how everything's going. So first up, I want to talk about my focus and motivation. So right now, my motivation is a lot better than what it was before. Um, Once I kind of started to get the hang of things after week four, honestly, it was week four, middle of week four, when I was like, okay, I think I'm starting to finally get a hang of this. I kind of developed my motivation back. I'm like, okay, right now I'm remembering my why. I'm remembering why I'm here. Because sometimes, you know, you can get so caught up in how much of the reading you have to do and all the assignments that are due next week and the next day and all of the other responsibilities that I have or that law students have besides just school, you know, being on moot court or being a part of a journal or being a TA or an RA, all of those things kind of can consume you, but you have to really shift your focus back to what your what is your why and you know why you're here. And so I finally was able to do that after week four. And um, I just had to remember, okay, that dream I had (laughs) oh so many years ago, um, I just had to remember, okay, all right, this is why I'm here. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all, I was slacking a little bit. I truly was slacking a little bit. Um, I was just reading for my classes. And, you know, 
I was briefing and doing everything that I guess you're supposed to. But when I was in class, I really felt like a zombie. I was, you know, maybe answering some of the questions I would get called on, things like that. But I wasn't really investing myself into the material that I was reading or I wasn't really there and present in the classes, which can be so hard to do with the online classes and just staring at a screen all day. And so once I realized, okay, all right, let me get serious about this again, (laughs) get my focus back together. Um, I think I just got really tired of looking at a screen all day. And then I was getting all these migraines and I just decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Basically all of my textbooks, except one, are online. So there's an electronic version of it. And so what I've decided to do is just, all right, whenever I have time, time, I'm going to go to the library because they have extra copies of the textbooks. And I'm just going to try and read for all of my classes in print textbooks. So rather than using the online version. Now, I will say I love the online version of textbooks because it comes with these quizzes that you take and all this other supplemental information. So it's great. Um, I love that about online textbooks. However, you know, it's just such a strain on your eyes. And I even got the whole, you know, blue tint glasses, but it's still just, I was still getting these migraines. Um, So I kind of changed my schedule a bit and it did seem to help for a little while. But then um, I'll talk about later about changing parts of your environment. But now I'm back in Florida instead of New Orleans And so I'm not able to have access to that library. So now I'm using my online um, textbooks again. But, um, you know, I'll talk about that later in the podcast. And then another thing, another thing that I've been focusing on besides um, shifting my motivation and focus back into why I'm in law school and why I decided that I want to become an attorney is I've been focusing now on applying to summer programs. And basically, I've been doing that towards the end of the summer, and which was kind of difficult just trying to hear back, okay, are we going to be online? Are we not going to be online? Um, how is everything going with the law school? And then also finishing up with the clerkship that I had and preparing for classes. And so I wasn't able to commit myself completely in the summer how I planned on. Um, and that I wanted to be towards applying for summer programs, but hey, I'm doing it now. And so that's really where my focus is. I've gotten a good amount out of the way, and there's still a few that I want to apply for. And so I can't wait um, to hear back from some of the programs and the law firms that I've applied to. Um, A majority of them are in Dallas, Texas, which is where I plan to sit for the bar exam and ultimately live and um, hope to practice law. And so Dallas, Texas is where I want to be. I'm open to Houston as well, but mainly Dallas is um, my focus and where I've been aiming most of the opportunities that I I want. And I know I probably have gotten on the career services nerves because they have these open office hours that we can go to and uh, every week on Mondays and Thursdays. And I am quite sure (laughs) that I have, I'm surprised I haven't just irritated, irritated them yet, just because I've been going every week asking them 
about every single step of some things of my application. Like, okay, how does this look? Um, is this okay? All right, I'm sending it off. You know, really having them be a part of that step because I want everything to be perfect and as seamless as possible. Um, so yeah, that's where I am right now. And then time management wise, another update on that is kind of sticking to a schedule. So I kind of said in the beginning, um, how I, week four for me was really kind of a wake up call. Um, and it helped me just determine, okay, like I said, my motivation and focus, but then also how I want to do this law school thing online for the rest of the semester. And so really mapping that out for me has helped so much. So I decided, uh, I would say a week and a half ago, yeah, basically that week four mark um, in the middle of the week, I decided that, um, well, I wanted to wake up a lot earlier so I could, you know, sleep earlier at night. Um, and just get a majority of my work done. I'm definitely a morning person and my most active hours when I can do all of my work and I'm really focused, it's early in the morning or late at night. But I also get so tired late at night where I want to go to sleep. But then if I'm working on something really late at night, I'm in the zone and I'm not going to stop. But I know for me, even though I'm a morning person, I'll still wake up really tired if I stay up so late at night trying, um, working on something. And then, you know, my eyes straining, staring at the screen all night. So I decided, okay, I'm just going to wake up um, a bit earlier than I typically do, at least two hours, three hours before a class starts. So sometimes it'll be seven, um, 7.30 the latest, but usually I like to wake up at seven, knock out some work, to, knock out some work. And so my class isn't until 10.30 on um, most days or 10 o'clock on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so really those first few hours help me at least get a reading done um, for one class out the way, at least that. Or if not, I like to work on my outline sometimes for a class during that time. Um, Definitely, you know, checking emails, getting that out the way, that has helped as well. But I know for me, when I was trying to schedule my time for reading my classes and now you know adding outlining to that um it was hard for me in the beginning because my focus was on reading for my classes make sure that was done but then also I'm a TA for one of my classes from last year and so I wanted to make sure that I wasn't putting that on the back burner because you know obviously I wanted I want to be a really good TA from for my professor, and I don't want my professor to think that I'm slacking in any way at all. So I wanted to make sure I had everything lined up um, for for the, for uh, my professor, and then also for the students for anything that they needed. Um, so that's really where my focus was for the first few weeks, and kind of putting that as my priority rather than really absorbing and retaining the material that I was learning in class. And so now I decided, okay, for all of these things that have been submitted, I know my what my TA responsibilities are doing. I'm going to give myself these days out of the week and specifically at this time to accomplish that. And that has helped me so much that I noticed during week five, but then also this week, week six, as it comes to an end. I feel so much better about really 
what I've been able to send to my professor um, as our TA, and then also helping the students that are in that class. Um, it's It's been great. So sticking to my schedule, my passion planner has really helped me out so much um, and just figuring out that, okay, honestly, my schedule from last year as a 1L is looking so different from what it is now, not just because of my responsibilities, but because of everything that's happening is online right now. And so I have to really give myself some of those breaks every now and then to come back to the screen and step away from the screen um, and change my environment so much because um, I just need to make sure that my attention span is always at a hundred percent. You know what? Actually, I'm going to take that back. I'm not going to say a hundred percent. I don't think anyone's attention span can always be at a hundred percent, but if it's at least, I'm going to say 80. If it's at 80, okay, cool. I got some things done. And then time management coming up. Um, a part of the public interest journal being on that. And then um, in the advocacy center on the negotiation team, I need to figure out how that's going to fit into my schedule as well. So, you know, I'll definitely update you all about how that's going. Um, but for right now, definitely classes, definitely T, the, my new TA schedule, everything like that. It's working out very well. Um, and then, you know, my other responsibilities on BALSA and PDP, um, they're not as um, demanding as some of my other priorities. So I'm able to kind of, you know, schedule a meeting every now and then once a week, once every other week. Um, so that hasn't been too restricting on the schedule, but um, definitely I'm not worried or anxious on how these next two things coming up basically in October and in November are going to be. Um, I just, I guess I'll say I'm cautious of just kind of adding things to my plate now, but I'm still excited because, you know, I want the experience. I want to see how the rest of the semester is going to be. Um, but it's honestly, my schedule is probably going to change again towards the end of the semester, just because, you know, everything really is online and there's only so much that you can do. And so now I want to kind of shift into law school online and how to do law school online. Um, I think the biggest question really for any law student is how to do law school, period, you know, and um, to do well in law school. But then now with this added element of everything being online, it does make things a lot more difficult. And um, it's really just kind of a game changer. I will say there's some pros to it, which I'll talk about a bit later, but you know, there are the cons and I also want to share some of the success that I've had on changing those cons into something that I've just kind of had to deal with and made it into a pro, I guess you could say. So first I want to start with classes. Um, all of my classes are online. I have five classes, and at first, one of my classes, it was going to be in person, but I was on a waiting list for my intellectual property class, and I really, 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 really wanted to be in that class, um, but it's online, and so I just decided, all right, 
I'm just gonna, you know, do it online. It'll be fine. Um, and it's actually really good. It's one of my favorite classes that I have this semester. Um, but one of the things with online classes is usually there's these three, I don't want to call them problems, but the three common things that I always see is one is technology issues. Two is staying focused for that hour and 15 minutes or that two hours you're in class. And then another one is the additional readings and the materials that they give you for students to be engaged in their online classes. So first, um, the technology issues. You know, um, one of my classes, it's like almost every five, ten minutes, um, the professor will freeze on us. And for maybe like 30, 45 seconds or a minute, um, she'll continue talking and we're just like, you know, we don't know what you said. And then she'll have to go back and like, oh, I froze again, technology issues, you know, things like that. Um, that, you know, you can't help but happen. It's it's kind of inev- inevitable to happen. It definitely is a distraction. And it's like, oh, now where was I? I'm having to backtrack. And sometimes we don't even accomplish everything that we were set to accomplish because sometimes there are technology issues or because, you know, sometimes you're not always looking at, at a clock, but you have your Zoom in this expanded mode because you're trying to see all of the information the professor has presented, or if you are the professor, you're trying to look at all of the students' faces, and you might even have a second screen to see everything. Um, and so some, some things like that are definitely inevitable, but some things, something that has definitely helped me was familiarizing myself with the technology. So whether that be through Zoom, um, whether that be through Google Hangouts or Google Classroom, whatever it is that you may do, or Microsoft Teams, um, familiarizing myself with all of the different functions on there definitely has helped me so, 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 so much. Um, But then also maintaining communication with my professor. So for me, having the class like completely, you know, be online and just staring at the screen for an hour and 15 or two hours, um, my focus definitely shifted um, after that. After um, maybe... Honestly, I would say 45 minutes after 45 minutes or even 30 sometimes in some classes, I would just look at the clock like, okay, how much time do I have left? Oh, man, I'm ready to go. Um, I've already read this. You know, it's it's definitely a different environment of things being online. But once I, like I said, familiarized myself with the technology and um tried and attempted to maintain communication with my professor, it definitely helped me shift my focus. And so a part of my focus and my attention span in class was um, talking with the professor a lot, not just through emails and not just through the chat function on some of these new classroom settings, but staying after class or scheduling some office hours. Now, I know some the office hours are definitely different. Um, you know, in the beginning, you have to click on this link that they send you. And it's like, okay, let's meet and to talk about this. And um, you either, two things typically happen. I'll have one question I have for my professor. 
and it will turn into a 45 minute discussion. And I did not realize um, that we were taking that long. And usually I'll schedule this in between another class. And so I'm like, oh, no, I only have a few more minutes, but I have another question or something like that. And so not realizing your time um, with the office hours or sometimes the office hours might be a little awkward at first. We're like, oh, hi, how are you? Da, da, da. Here's my questions. OK, bye. See you later. And it can just be so short and awkward sometimes where um, you just click on this link and you stare at the screen and it's like, oh, you're on mute. I'm on mute. And it's this whole whole Zoom thing. Um, but something, like I said, I, I found helpful with that was just staying right after class. And so if you have 10 or 15 minutes where you realize, oh, you know what, you, the professor said something in class that I kind of forgot or I need help on or something that I read. And now it's kind of something in class that was said, there's something that's contradicting Um, Just stay those extra five or 10 minutes, ask your question, and you're going to get a lot of clarity on that. Another thing that I would recommend is sometimes what I found for me with some of the office hours or staying after class and trying to ask a question is that there's usually five other students who stay after and have questions of their own. And um, if you're not the person to ask the question first, it's like, oh, no. Um, now I don't have enough time before my next class to ask this question. What you want to do immediately is go ahead, write down the issues, type them down in your notes that you were having a problem with, like immediately go ahead and put that in your notes so you don't forget what you wanted to ask the professor. I know for me so many times in the beginning of this semester, but then also even last year, I had questions and I was confused on some things that, and I wanted to ask the professor, but I had to go to another class because sometimes there was another student who went ahead and asked their questions before me right after that class. Or um, I honestly would just forget what I was going to ask my professor once I eventually went to their office hours because I didn't write down what I wanted to. So I would say immediately once you have a thought or you're confused about something or maybe you believe you get something um, and you just want to do a hypo, just go ahead and make note of that so you can, one, email it to your professor so when you're in your office hours, you're not wasting any time and you can get straight to your question and have it answered. Um, And then two, so you don't forget any of that material that you were trying to get answers on. And so um, I definitely recommend doing that. That has helped me out so much within the past few weeks. Um, It's been great for me. And I think with another one of my professors, um, I've been in his office hours for the, I mean, consistently for about three weeks now. And um, it's definitely helped me. The first time I didn't make note of what I wanted to talk about, but then the second time I did, And then this week I did as well. And um, having my questions answered in a more specific way was was really helpful Um, because before when I wasn't making note of this, I would look at minutes like, oh, right, I don't remember that. But I would ask such a generalized question and it wouldn't be specific enough to really what my um, issue was about in my confusion. Um, The next thing that I've noticed with online classes 
is the additional readings um, or material that the professor will add to the course. So uh, really four of the five professors that I have, they have us do, you know, the traditional reading from the textbook, but then usually there's the supplemental videos or sometimes there's an extra quiz or an extra assignment that they want us to do to really ensure that we're engaged in the class, but then also um, understanding the material that we just read and kind of can apply it to some of the hypos that they have for us. And I know one of my professors did that last year, actually, when we first initially went online. And there was just a few multiple choice questions. We would just have two after every class. Um, But it was definitely helpful to help me understand what I had just read and what we just talked about in class as well. Um, I say that this may be a problem for some. It was for me at first just because time-wise, I did not know how to schedule all of this in and do all of this work and then have time for me to breathe (laughs) afterwards. Um... Just because I was doing, you know, the regular demanding 20, 30 pages for the class, but then I would have a 24-minute video to read or I would have, okay, do this analysis of um, what you've just read and make sure you send that in the next day or uh, two days afterwards. And I just was having some difficulty in figuring out, okay, if I do all of this as a part of my reading, it's not just going to take me an hour and a half or two hours. It's now going to take me three hours or it's going to take me just kind of a significant amount of time extra to complete this required material before the class start. Not even after after the class, but before the class starts. Um And so I was really just having a hard time scheduling all of this into my day-to-day activities um, and my planner. But once I started waking up earlier, that really helped me so much. Because before, I'm going to be honest, if my class class didn't start until 10.30, y'all, I was waking up at 9 o'clock or I was waking up at 9.30. just relaxing, minding my business and enjoying my time. I'm like, okay, well, I did all of that last night or I did that a few nights before. I'm great. Um, But then here I am staying up later in the day, later in the evening to get all of this work done. And I'm not even really giving it my 100% effort. I'm just doing these kind of extra um, supplemental activities that they have. Um, I'm just doing it to get it done and I was just doing it for the credit, but because I really shifted my schedule, um, and I have that extra two and a half hours in the morning, it helps me, it helped me really so much. And so I would recommend just to get up a bit earlier, um, rather than just sleeping in and you may have already change your schedule a bit with everything being online and realizing that there's a bit more of, of, of what's being asked as a student, just because, you know, it is online and they, the professors really want to make sure that we're understanding our material, which completely makes sense. 
I would just say give it a try. Try to adjust your schedule a bit. If you're a night owl, cool. Stay up a bit later, but just make sure that you're actually giving your work 100% of that effort um, that you're intended to do. Rather than just staying up late at night and you have like the TV on and you're just going through the motions because it's not going to help you at all in the long run. Um, Next, I want to talk a bit about the con with law school online. It's kind of a bit broad, but it's isolation. And so for me, about every other day, I kind of feel isolated. Uh, I definitely feel isolated with, um, with classes. And just this entire semester, I have felt more not lonely, but just a lot more alone because I'm not in that actual classroom setting and there are, the students aren't able to kind of bounce off of each other and feed off of each other that you typically would do in a Socratic method. You're not able to sometimes just stop the professor and say, hold on, wait a minute, could you explain that a bit more? You sometimes now, usually now, um, usually you're having to wait until the end of the class to kind of ask that question like, oh, hey, what you mentioned, could you expand on that a bit? Um, But then also seeing my friends, oh my goodness. A few of them are just back back at home, so uh, in different states, and they're doing classes. Um, So wherever they may be, you know, physically not being together and not having some of the, just those fun activities like going out to lunch or going out for dinner, stopping by a bakery or whatever and going to a different festival, um, that has definitely changed. However, I am so happy that football season is back because I needed that, y'all. Oh my gosh. Hashtag go Saints. But I really am glad that it is back because now, okay, I'm able to hang out with just a certain group of people um, and that same group of people and sometimes just watch the games with them or um, on the weekends or if we want to have a little Harry Potter marathon um, that weekend, we can do that. And so I'm really glad that now there's some type of activity for us to do, although we can't do it, you know, in person and watch the games. Um we're able to just, you know, watch it on TV, but still the five, eight of us can, you know, grab a bite to eat, have a little potluck or whatever and enjoy ourselves. And so, um, I'm really happy about that, but, um, the kind of the things that I have learned from this isolating feeling is to maintain communication with my friends, family, and my social network. Um, In the beginning, I would say the first three, four weeks, I, I mean, I would text people every now and then, but I wasn't really doing enough, at least for me, just because I, I was really looking forward to seeing my friends again, you know, after the summer because we all live in different states. And then um, my really good friends all the way in Arizona. And um, so just having 
that difficulty of not seeing them and not being able to do a lot of the things with them was hard. But um, maintaining contact with them obviously was was great. You know, doing FaceTime and group FaceTimes or having a happy hour. So that's perfect. Or um, doing games on Zoom or whatever. That was that's great as well. Uh, something else that also helped me with this isolation, it's kind of uh, something that relates back to my academics, was dedicating a workspace for myself and changing my environment. I realized what works best for me because I can't be in the library um, like I used to last year um, after all of my classes, just staying there for you know the rest of the day and then going home later. Um, doing my reading and my studying rather than at the library. Now I'm having to do that at home. For me, that was really difficult because in my room back in New Orleans, it's just my bed, my desk, and my TV. And having all of those things in one room um, isn't really the best, isn't the best thing for me, at least because I'm like, all right, I know this is my study area, but oh, over here now this is my sleeping area and then the TVs over there to have myself entertained and not having a boundary of where one thing begins and one thing end one thing ends uh, was also difficult for me so I decided I need to change my environment so for my classes I decided I will be at my desk at the pink desk that I showed you all on Instagram the other day um, I decided that's where I'm going to have my classes when I was in New Orleans, at least. And whenever I am reading and studying, I decided, all right, I'm going to be in the dining room where there is no TV. It's just the table and the chair, and that is all I need. And I would bring my book in there and my notebooks. Um, and I decided, okay, I needed a change of environment. This is really what, what's helping me. And sometimes, even if I was in the dining room at the at the table, with the chair. Sometimes I would sit in the corner, but I would still stay in the dining room. I knew I wasn't going to sit in the corner in my bedroom because I know myself, I'm going to be tempted to turn the TV on. Not just tempted, I will turn the TV on and think to myself, oh, it's fine. I'm going to just have girlfriends playing in the background. No, no biggie. It's cool. Um, no, yeah, that that's me being distracted completely. And I, I know myself. So getting comfortable um, doing my reading and my studying was really important for me, but to not be too comfortable where I could slack off. And changing my environment was me kind of just going from New Orleans and coming back here to Florida, back home, um, and seeing some family. And so doing, I still have decided doing my work in the dining room, although I do my classes now there in the dining room too. Um, But just having that set aside and not bringing that into my, into, you know, your bedroom, because I feel like your bedroom should just be for sleeping. Um, If you have your TV in there, that's cool for you. Then, you know, watch your TV, relax, but I don't want to change Um, that environment of relaxation into something where, you know, law school is stressful. I didn't want to have that sense. I didn't want to have that presence in a room where I could just relax. Um, So that was really important for me. Another thing was kind of getting out, which I talked about a bit about maintaining, you know, communication with friends. 
Um, but getting out for me was just, all right, going to a little potluck at a friend's house and watching the Saints game or going on a mini road trip really quick with some friends for the, for the Labor Day weekend, weekend and coming back. Um, or just, you know, traveling to Florida, <laughs> just driving a quick few hours and decided, all right, I'm just going to be here probably for another month and then maybe go back to New Orleans. So just getting out of the, those four walls of your house uh, really helps me because I, I just could not, I couldn't do it. I could not do the whole semester in my room. That's, that's a lot. It just wouldn't work for me. Now, if I was at the library, I think that would be different. Um, when I was in New Orleans, I was going to the library about once a week, um, once a week to do some studying or do some outlining, things like that. But, um, yeah, I used to go to the library, you know, basically every day. So, you know, having that change was a bit hard, but like I said, I realized it's just a change in my environment, in my environment, Every so often, at least every month, is what's best for me. And lastly, studying um, for online law school. It's, once again, different, as is everything else. Um, Study groups. Study groups have changed for sure. All of my study groups are online and held through Zoom just because there's at least one of us that is not in New Orleans. So either way, one of us would have to um, call in somehow. And so um, just kind of having that change and not being be in person, it's not as bad as what I thought it would be. Um, just because I was thinking, great, it's going to be very quick. We're probably not going to get into the material like how we used to. We're probably not going to chat before like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. This and that. But I was completely wrong. And I will say actually having it online, it's a bit more efficient just because if you use Zoom and you don't have that upgraded account, um, you only have those 40 minutes that they give you (laughs) uh, if you have a regular account. And so, um, Using those 40 minutes wisely has been something that we've become really good at. Um, But honestly, study groups online has not been bad. And it's something that I typically look forward to, you know, breaking the material down, having hypos and using some of the questions that the professor gives us or some of the questions that are in the notes after the cases that we read. It's definitely, like I said, something I look forward to now and seeing my friends and not just being in that um, classroom environment where you kind of have to maintain a sense of some type of professionalism, even if you have your pajama bottoms on um, in class. It's just a, a bit more relaxed and, you know, you can see people that you want to talk through the material and have a deeper understanding of it. I love study groups. They're amazing. And then I talked about this a bit. Studying at the library versus studying at home. I love studying at the library. It's so much better for me. I know this kind of sounds strange, but being in an uncomfortable environment while I study 
works best for me. And I think it works well for most people as for most people too. Um, like, you know, a library, it's cold. Um, it has that sound from the air conditioning machine. It has stale snacks in the vending machine. So, um, it's not something that I really think is comforting, but plus it's also in the law school building that you just got out of class from, and you most likely don't want to be there more than you have to. So, um, I just like studying at the library because like I said, I'm most uncomfortable there. However, it, I'm most uncomfortable, but in a comfortable way, which probably makes no sense, but I mean, it may make sense to some of you. Yeah, uh, if you get it. But um, I just like it because I know, all right, I'm not playing games here. I'm getting my work done that I need to. And I'm going to be home. And when I'm home, I'm not going to bring that that um, presence with me. And then studying at home, it's a bit different. As I said before, what works best for me is changing my environment. Um, What works best for me is just being in a dining room with only a table and a chair, you know, not having anything around me that could entertain me um, because I will gravitate towards that. Um, I have done a really good job, at least in classes, of not clicking on different tabs and trying to shop here and there. Um, But I think you could do that, honestly, if you were in class, actually at a law school in a classroom or online, you know, it's probably easier to do it online now because, you know, no one's behind you, no one's in front of you. Um, But I have seen some students do it. (laughs) But um, that that hasn't been a problem for me, luckily, with classes and online learning. But that's really my update on how law school has been for me and how law school online has been for me. Some of the pros that I see from having online classes, but then some of the cons and kind of trying to transform that into making it just better for you, better for me um, as a law student in working with what we have. And so um, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you go to our Instagram page, soon to be Esquire, and go ahead and follow us on Instagram to get a bit more news and updates about the podcast, but other thing as well, other things as well. Um, I've talked about passion planners on there, how the first 300 50 students or 3,500 students, I can't remember exactly, would get free passion planners. But then um, just some other things about scholarships and programs, things of that nature. So definitely just stay up to date on there. Find out who our next person on the podcast will be interviewee. Um, and anyways, I hope you guys subscribe to the podcast. Please give us a rating as well with whatever app you use it. They will always ask for a rating. Um, and also leave a comment about it. I'd love to hear what you all have to say. Anyways, have a great day, a great night, a great afternoon, a great morning, (laughs) wherever you are, whatever time of day that you're listening to this podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And I can't wait to be back, not next week, but the week after that. Thanks.